Oh my gosh, time is slipping away. Oh. Literally slipping away. Slipping away. <laughs> this is that time Spooky. where you're where you're sad because you the clock starts ticking, right? We're like yeah. we're we're inches away from Halloween inches. and it's almost here, and you go, Oh, it's I want to. I want to absorb and soak up every minute of spooky season. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah, because pretty soon it's turkey season. Well, but that's that has its niceness. I gobble it up. I do. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> you like to gobble. You like the mashed potatoes and the squash. I love mashed potatoes. Right? Do you love mashed, yeah, mashed potatoes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. kids don't get into mashed potatoes, no? and I don't. I'm, I'm like, mm. you're not mine. They're not your kids. <laughs> no, they're not your kids. Can't that's, be. That's okay. Yeah. You can still love them. They, yeah. You raise them like they are your own, even though I they're know. obviously you know, son. Son. Monster, you don't like mashed potatoes, but I still <laughs> love you. I can still find a way. I can to still love you. find a way to love you. Yes. Yeah, yes. you can do that. I can. But I mean, like, look, Thanksgiving is not. It's not Halloween. That's true. No, it's not. It doesn't have and the same. And it's not feel. Christmas. No. And it, frankly, I, I gotta believe that if not for the fact that it wasn't sandwiched there, yeah, it might even be a forgotten holiday. Absolutely. It's a. It's it's the middle child. Yeah. Of holidays, yeah. it is the it's the guys. I'm I'm here too. But yeah. yeah, if it was if Thanksgiving was in say February, February, I think that probably we would be like, uh, like yeah, it's just you sit down hey, your turkey. People come over and yeah. eat at my house, but there's yeah. no really reason to do. It's not really a season or no. a thing. I, I just I don't know if it would be a thing. I think no. people would do it because no. it's like, well, you get the days off, so mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna enjoy it. Yeah, but it wouldn't be. I don't know. Like, I feel like you're, I you're, you're, so, right. you're so much in a zone of I have to have holidays. I have to have holidays. I have mm-hmm. to have holidays. Yeah. That, you know, that, that you celebrate Thanksgiving as if it's a massive holiday. But really, it's just eating a turkey. Yeah. And the thing is, is think about all the movies, right? First of all, Christmas movies, some of the greatest movies of all time. Mm-hmm. And we enjoy watching them. And mm-hmm. then you've got Halloween movies, spooky movies. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. But all Thanksgiving films usually are. Our families arguing. Yes. And then at the end of it being like... <sighs> they learn to give thanks. I guess we can figure out a way to be thankful together. But yeah. every Thanksgiving movie ever is about a family kind of not getting along yes. or going through strife. Yes. That is what sums up that season. And Christmas even bleeds into most of the Thanksgiving movies. It does. It I, does. Absolutely. Yeah. So it just... It's not... It's it's a wonderful time. And I think it's a, it's kind of... It's kind of the world's way of... Of getting you over Halloween, yeah, yeah, and, probably. and warming you up for Christmas. Yeah, I think that's what it is, and yeah. that's why it's become synonymous with the the consumer shopping holiday, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's like right. you gotta you gotta buy things, you gotta buy them, gotta go to Black Friday yeah. and and get in the mosh pit at Walmart and fight over flat screen TVs, <laughs> which I've never done. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it would be way more fun if they played really heavy metal when you're uh, at Black Friday. Yeah. You're like, yeah. <laughs> get into this pit. I'm yeah. going to get all the Tickle Me Elmos. Yes. Um, but I've never done, I've never participated in, in that. I've gone to the um, late in the day Black Friday where you go like at like three in the afternoon yeah. and it looks and like everything's a war, gone. It's like a war zone. <laughs> like walls are torn down. People have like yeah. their hair's all disheveled. And like, can I help you? No, they don't even ask at that point. They're like, no. They're like just, just take, just, just take the just stuff take and go. Everything. Just take everything. Just go. Just Loot. (laughs) (laughs) But this is our last Halloween episode. This is the last Halloween episode. So we should do something special. We should absolutely. We should do something special. And actually, we're going to do something that we've never done before. What? (laughs) We've never done this before. What? 
And here's what's exciting. I am totally surprised. And here's what's exciting is that you should be surprised because you, you demanded it last week. I'm shocked that something I wanted is You happening. said this is what we need to do. So yeah. Noel and I talked about the idea of telling, you know, a ghost story. And yeah. we thought yeah. that would be a lot of fun. And um, one of the, the stories that came to mind as we were talking about classic Halloween story, mm-hmm. a little tale called The Legend of Sleepy Hollow by Washington Irving. <laughs> exactly. Sleepy Hollow. So right away, post haste, I went on my computer and mm-hmm. I looked up the the text for The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. And it was a little it was it was written densely. Well, it was, Washington it, Irving. Yes. It was written it's from in a, a while back. Yes. It different was, language then. Yes. It was a good story, but it was just the way that it was phrased. It was like, I think we may on a podcast we may lo- lose people yeah. if we're trying to read this. And we may lose it because we may be like, I, I actually don't know what we're talking about here. You know? So yeah. what or, does he mean by betwixt? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we went to the bookstore yeah. and we were like, we need to find the perfect version mm-hmm. of the legend of Sleepy Hollow to read. And of course we found none other than Disney's The Legend of Sleepy Hollow by a little golden book. Do you remember the little golden books, remember everybody? these guys? The uh, little golden spine right they're there? They're still a thing. They're still a thing. Very yep. exciting. When I was a kid, the little golden books were the best. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I had I had a spine. row of them. Yeah. And so it was yeah. great because you could look and go, I don't know which golden book I'm no, about to grab. You just pull it out and there's a surprise. Oh, my goodness. Look I, at that. Yes. I'm reading about Winnie the Pooh. Yes. Yeah. So we got one of these and we got the last one in the store, but we have a twist. Do you want to tell them about the twist that we're going to do? On We've the decided that since Sleepy Hollow is not an environmental store, Right. That we should make it one. Yes. So the best way to do that is for, at moments throughout the story, Veronica's going to stop us. Yeah. Uh, and she's going to ask us to to improvise. Yeah. Basically. To, yeah. Be, to, to, to throw in something. something. And then Jacob and I will then continue the story for as long as is necessary. As long as necessary. To and then- add a little more... Flavor, je ne sais quoi, je ne sais quoi. <laughs> and uh, and make this a sustainable story. We're gonna make it a sustainable, or at least a environment. yeah, yeah. We're gonna make it a sustainable environmental story in the Legend of Sleepy Hollow. So I think by the end, we of it, will be improvising. By the way, so yeah. do not expect greatness, but no. do expect excellence. Expect <laughs> not good, but the best. It will be the best. Yeah, this is a yes uh, and episode. This is going to be. I don't. We actually. This truly is an experiment. We're not it sure is. if this is gonna work or not. And if this is the worst podcast we've ever done, then, then hey, we can always say we had that. We did that. <laughs> and if it's the best, well then we'll do it again. Maybe we'll do it again. Yeah, maybe we'll yeah. bring it back. So, I have done us a favor, which is in here as you go through, mm-hmm. there's a little post-it okay. note to mark that's your stopping, that's a stopping line. Point. So, if okay. you have the book in your hand and you're reading, once you get to that post-it, that last thing that's, that's there. That's when Veronica wants that's, to stop us. That's that's the okay. moment that Veronica's going to chime in. Okay. 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 So, do you want me to kick off the yes, first part? Absolutely. 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 Come on. Okay. Okay. Veronica, are you ready for this adventure? Okay. I have my coffee. You have your water. We have our skull candy. We have our skull candy. The the webs are in the background. The the oranges are on the bio-friendly. Spookiness has ensued. Spookiness has ensued. And by the way, feel free to add whatever ambiance you like. As I read, if you feel if you feel okay. like something's okay. happening and you need to sa- have some crowd noise, yes. you're welcome to. I will do. I will do. I'll be crowd noises. I'll but, be. Uh, but only if you're led. You have to feel it. With that, I begin. <laughs> With that, I begin. That's perfect. That's the best opening wind I've ever heard. If there's one thing uh, Noel knows how to do. It's <laughs> Here we go. 
The Legend of Sleepy Hollow on the Buyer Friendly Podcast. Long ago, a new school teacher arrived in the small town of Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> he was tall and thin, like a scarecrow, with a small head and a pointy nose. His name was Ichabod Crane. Ichabod was a strict teacher. <laughs> Some people liked him. Others, <laughs> like Brom Bones, thought he was strange. <laughs> Brom enjoyed playing tricks on Ichabod, but Ichabod never seemed to mind. Just didn't care. <laughs> Ichabod was soon invited to a Halloween party. He, he dressed in his nicest clothes. At the party... Ichabod ate and danced and laughed. (laughs) He was charming everyone around him. What else happened at the party? What was that, Veronica? What else happened at the party? Oh, my gosh. You can hear somebody calling in. They want to chime in on the story, but no, this is Veronica's time to shine. Okay. So what else happened at the party? Well, I mean, it's a Halloween party, it right? It is such a Halloween party. And at this party... There's definitely apple bobbing going uh, on. I, that's the, the first thing I thought of. In the corner, there are three ladies. Yes. And they're they're around a, a wooden cask. Uh, uh, yeah, what, what barrel, would you... A barrel. barrel. Uh, yeah. Gertrude. The, Gertrude. Gertrude. Yeah. Uh, uh, Beth. Beth. And, and uh, Cheyenne. Cheyenne. Yeah. Gertrude, Gertrude Beth, Beth, and Cheyenne. Cheyenne. They are very pretty ladies, very giggly ladies. Absolutely. Especially and, Cheyenne. And they're bobbing, they're bobbing for apples they that, are. that are out in the corner, they right? Are. And Ichabod... Is just like, wow. He's like, I, I can't believe that this is a thing people do. Like, I can't believe it's so dangerous to dip your face in water yeah. and try to grab an apple with your teeth. And then he wonders, are those apples, where do those apples come from? Are right. those, are those, were they sustainable? Are they sustainable? Grown? Are they, like, how did, is this town, does Sleepy Hollow, because he's newly arrived. He was, town, yeah, he just he got He doesn't there. know where these apples come, no. come from. So no. he, he walks over this pointy nose and yeah, he looks he right at Gertrude in the face. He's like, hey. <laughs> She's, and, and she's like, ooh. Yeah. And then he's like, sorry, that came off. He's very gentle, very nice. He's man. gentle, he's, yeah. He's like, hey, hey, sorry. That came out a lot more aggressive than I meant. Oh, yeah, um, that sometimes happens with environmentalists. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, um, just real quick, just spitballing here. Um, where do these apples come from? Oh, well, I'm really glad you asked. <laughs> so you should know that our apple orchard is the fairest in all of the land. Really? We've had 17 different crone witches come by to pick apples to poison people, and none of them have ever worked because (laughs) of how wonderfully sustainable and great our apples are. This is wonderful to hear because I come from the city and a lot of ours are like, you know, not not grown in the best ways. They they, they overcrop and they, you know, it's just not, it's not good stuff. Wow, that sounds completely unreasonable (laughs) and like it's going for profit and no other <laughs> purpose that's, to grow an apple. That's why I'll bet that the witch queens probably <laughs> really do well with those apples when they try to poison innocent people. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, oddly enough, there's a lot of apple poisonings where I come from. I, I come from the big apple. I really, <laughs> that's 
sounds exciting. It is an exciting town, but again, there's a lot of poison everywhere. It's just, it's tragic. I love your pointy nose. Oh, thank you so much. I, this is why I moved to Sleepy Hollow, for the babes yeah. and the organic apples. Really? Yeah. Well, you're, yeah. you're cute. <laughs> And so Ichabod slow danced with Gertrude as Beth and Cheyenne looked on and kind of thought, oh, I hope he uh, asked me to dance as well. I think it'd be next. Yeah. Yeah. And Abram didn't like that very much. It's it's so good that you said that, because I think that's probably... Where we go next? Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Let's back to is it my turn? Yeah, yeah, it's your, it's your so turn. I go until so the you next go, poster. You pick up right Sorry, there. Sorry, this is you're hearing the side notes as we oh, tell yeah, the story. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so now it's your turn to do sound. So you you begin right here. Okay. At the party, Ichabod ate and danced and laughed, charming everyone <laughs> around him. It was a perfect night. Oh, perfect. Until the host of the party <laughs> called for his guests. To tell scary stories. Everybody, scary story time. Ichabod did not like scary stories. (laughs) Brom Bones went first. He was jealous of Ichabod because everyone liked him. Especially Gertrude. (laughs) Brom hoped his tale would frighten the school teacher so much that he would leave Sleepy Hollow forever. His story was about the Headless Horseman, a character who had a flaming pumpkin where his head should be. Every Halloween night, the ghost would ride through town looking for someone to trade heads with. He would try to catch any stranger he found in the woods, but he could not cross the covered bridge at the edge of town. It's a bridge. A dirt bridge. As Brom told his story, poor Ichabod grew very, very afraid. He was shaking right down to his boots. Those are great. Those sound effects were spot on. I'll just have you know. I'm sorry. Where where were we? Did anyone else tell a story? Yeah, yes! Of course, it's a party. We already there's bobbing for apples. Brom got up and told the story. You think that that's the last story at the Halloween party? There's definitely going to be somebody else. Yeah, gets Li- up and tells a story. Lyman Googdale. <laughs> Lyman Googdale. He told a story, didn't he? He's the town blacksmith. Yeah, the town blacksmith. Yeah, and he got up and he had soot all yeah. over his hands, and he got up. He's like, he's like, what, what, did, what did he get up and say first? Oh, the first thing he said was, "Once upon a time." <laughs> And everybody was kind of like, they were like, oh, there's, oh, a, there's another, another story. story. Yeah, they're really shocked. Everybody was kind of thinking really? that was the last story that Brom Brones really. Well, because Brom really told a good one. He told the a good one. The Headless Horseman yes. thing. They were like, holy wow, what could be scarier than that? And Lyman is not known for his his uh, talking, you know, because he gets in the blacksmith shop and he's just like, bam. Yeah, Lyman is not, not a man of many, very many words. No. He's, and so he tells this story in the least amount of <laughs> in words. In the fewest words possible. possible. So, so it's. He, he starts by saying, night. <laughs> and, and, and that was terrifying. And everybody, everybody felt yeah. that energy kind of wash over them. And like, Completely. Oh, wow, he so really scary. set the stage. Yes. And he's like, sleepy, hollow. And they're like, <laughs> and they're like that's where Poor we live. Beth. That's where they, yes, Beth. Beth fell down. Beth fell down, and they literally were flinging the water from the apple yes. bucket on yes. her face to yeah, kind of yeah, get yeah. her out so of just it. Just get her out of it. And, so and Gertrude is clinging close to Ichabod. Yeah, yeah. So he's set up already. We've already got the Headless Horseman to worry about right. in Sleepy Hollow. Right. And now he's saying it's night, it's Sleepy Hollow, and then the next thing he says is snails. Yeah, twin 
snails. Twin <laughs> snails. And that just sends a shudder through everybody in the whole crowd because they know that how important snails are in their woods yeah. to keep the, you know, the, the environment yeah. healthy yes. and strong. Yeah, and so he's And everyone around is asking questions. Does it do they have teeth? Do they have teeth? No, right? no. Yeah, do, yeah. Are they large and ferocious? No. Exactly. Do they do they have horns and and, and wings? And he says, no, snails. So they're <laughs> twin snails. So they're just it's just two snails that are twins. Yeah. And so And the story continued. And the story continued. And this is when Lyman went on to say that this twin species of snails are eating away all of the vegetation for the town, and they have to do something to help the crops grow. But as a man of few words, it was kind of like this. It was, yes, it was like this. Snail. (laughs) Brother snail. Yeah. Vegetable holes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But and it was very scary. Very scary. And everybody around... Frightened. I think a lightning bolt might have might have cracked at this moment. And, and sadly yeah. enough, this is the part of the night where Lyman kind of killed the vibe of he the did. party. He did. He was like... Gertrude was thinking for a moment that she might go home with Igabod, but she was so... Distraught. Just distraught that she was yeah. like, I'm going home with my, my sister. Yeah, 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 because snails are like not... Sexy, not you know what I mean? they lack sex appeal. Yeah, except yeah. to other snails. Yeah, sure. I think some snails might find other snails. Yeah, the, the twin snails probably have some snail ladies that they're like, sure, hey, sure, sure. You know, but for people at the party, right. Not such, right. Right. It was a bit of a uh, a buzzkill. It was a buzzkill because yeah, this yeah. is a party that likes salted foods, and you know, uh-huh. everybody knows that if you're eating salt, you're going to kill the snails. And so they were, they're just like nobody came to this Halloween party dressed up like snails. There's right. no, there's no, uh, you know, dirty looking naughty snail. Outfits, and right. so they were like, yeah. "It's just not the right vibe, Lyman." And Lyman kind of yeah. There's very s- few sexy snails no. in in Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, uh, outfits in yeah. big in New York's uh, Big Apple. There's tons. New York's here. Big Apple. Every lady around every block is wearing the sexy snail outfit. Yeah, for and, Halloween. and, and Ichabod, Ichabod was like, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, the whole time he was he was yeah. feeling it." Ichabod was sweating for other reasons. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And Lyman yeah. kind of hung his head in shame. You know, said, "I'm sorry, I killed the vibe." And Ichabod went up to him and you know put his hand on his shoulder and said, like. <laughs> and that's what Lyman said. And that's and then yeah. we we resume. That's uh, that's basically this is where we pick back up. That's terrifying. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. Twin snails. Okay. No teeth, horns, or anything. That's crazy. Although Ichabod knew the ghost wasn't real of oh, of, of, of the headless horseman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The woods felt dark and scary as he traveled home later that night. He was thinking about the twin snails, too. You know, like one of the things he was thinking about was the ghost, the headless horseman, and the twin snails. He was looking at, like, the crops and stuff. The tree branches looked like hands reaching out to grab him. (laughs) So freaky. The crickets sounded like they were calling his name. That's really hard to pronounce. (laughs) The croaking frogs. Wow, they got my surname in there too. The cro- <laughs> Douglas Cry. The croaking the frogs. <laughs> you know my dad. They're tweeting now. The croaking frogs seem to be. They seem to be saying headless horseman. Headless horseman. Headless. 
Wow. <laughs> Frightened, Ichabod urged his horse to run. He ran as fast as he could. <laughs> they raced blindly through the dark until they reached a clearing. After they'd stopped to rest, they still heard hoofbeats. Something was coming for them. They hid in fear. Oh, God. <laughs> Veronica, do you have something you'd like to say? Yes. <laughs> this is what other songs did Ichabod and his horse hear? Songs. What? Oh, no, sounds. Sounds. Yes. Sounds. Sounds. What other sounds? Yes, sounds. Yes. What well, other one sh- song he heard was definitely <laughs> Saturday Night Fever. Yes, and Dust in the Wind. <laughs> yes, both were going crazy, <laughs> crazy. in the background. Kind of a, just, they couldn't get them out of his head. Kind of a random playlist of the night. He was yeah, like, he's yeah, like one yeah. minute, he's like, Saturday, he's like, and then the next I mean, he was minute, hoping for more Halloween songs. Yeah, like, yeah. he was thinking, oh, God, it would be really great if, if what I was listening yeah. to now is, is, yeah. is uh, you know, Breaking Christmas or, yeah, yeah, or, or yeah, yeah, you know, something from Nightmare. Yeah, he wanted some Jack Skellington tunes. Yeah, exactly, but all he got was, you know, yeah. yeah, Saturday night. Saturday night fever, fever and, and dust in the wind. Dust in the wind. And I, is, it's just, just, he was like, that really doesn't, doesn't fit no, the, the theme. No. It's not even that spooky. Yeah. And, and one of the things yeah. is he was sitting there and he was thinking, he's hiding in fear yeah. and he just heard the crickets say his full name. His full name. First, last. And, and the surname and the, the, and the fact that he's the third of his, he's of the his third. line. And then yeah. he heard the bullfrog saying... Um, you know, headless horseman, which is pretty specifically crazy. So specific, yeah. And then it was at that moment that it dawned on him as he was looking at his horse. His horse hadn't said a word. No, his horse point. has been quiet. His been, horse is pretty scared. Yeah, pretty scared. Yeah. And Ichabod started to wonder why didn't I hear the snails say anything? Because Lyman had said that these oh these invasive snails were harming the crops, and so he he wondered at that moment if he listened hard enough, would he hear the sound of the snails? You know, eating the vegetation of the land and, and, and would he maybe understand what he had to do, you know, how he could save, how he could help the situation, these yeah, twin snails. Yeah, yeah. So, so he listened intently, he listened. very, very closely, yeah. very, yeah. very, just ear to the ground. ever so close to yeah. the ground to hear what is that? What am I going to hear this thing? And then in the faintest distance, he could hear, Hey, Clarence! <laughs> yeah, Roger? Hey, man! I need a little bit of help over here. Okay, I'm on my way over. And then the dog tried to eat this leaf, but uh, it's way too big. I'll get on one side, Molly, yep. and you get on the other side. All right, all right, we can sneak into our backs and then we can go for a walk. Yeah. I just wish that uh, someone would help us make sure we're nourished and we wouldn't rely upon the vegetation of the land. Yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> and I like that you brought that up. Because I've been sitting here, you're trying to do my part to help the environment, but it's, it's, nobody listens to me anymore. It makes me want to kill someone with a really pointy nose and very tall, and, and who's probably been hit on by a, a lady named Gertrude wearing kind of a not sexy, not snail outfit at a Halloween party. That's so specific, but I agree with you. Yeah, that's the way I feel about it right now, Clarence. It was at that moment that Ichabod, he could hear them. He couldn't believe, first of all, that the twins, Roger and Clarence, were actually concerned about the environment. They didn't want to destroy it. They wanted to help it. Huh. And so all of their actions. That's not at all what Lyman said. No, Lyman was saying they were there to destroy 
the crops and vegetation, and then they were invasive. But this was the moment that Ichabod knew there's no way these guys are invasive. They're just trying to get by. They're a part of the ecosystem. But for some reason, they want to kill him. <laughs> but they do have a murderous heart. Which is odd. It's probably the hell. They're, they're blaming Ichabod I for think, what Lyman yeah, said. Yeah, I think I agree. And it's probably because they know he's from the Big Apple, and he, oh, he's uh, you know one of those big city folks. Big city folk who likes poisoning apples. Oh, my goodness. So, so they're blaming him. They're blaming him. Even though him. it's probably Lyman's fault. Yeah, and so he's terrified because he's got two things to deal with tonight. He's got the headless horseman that wants to take his head. Yeah. He's got these twin snail brothers that have got it all wrong. All backwards. They don't realize that Ichabod also loves the environment. Also loves the environment. Wants to help. And, and really needs to find a way to... I mean, we heard him yeah. talking earlier. He's all about sustainability. He's all about sustainability. It's clear. It's right here in the book. He wanted... It's in the book that he cares about where the apples come from <laughs> and that nobody's right. getting poisoned. That's right. So he needs to find a way to explain... To the twin snails, Roger mm-hmm. and Clarence. And Clarence, yeah, yeah. That he's on their side. Yes. And that he believes that they belong yeah. and they don't need to kill him. Yeah. They get to stay. But before he gets a chance to do so, yeah. the story continued. The story continued. It did. And it is now Noel's turn. <laughs> okay, it's my turn. Continue on. All right. You begin right, right over here. Right there. Yeah. Okay. When Ichabod realized the sound was. Just some reeds hanging on the hollow tree trunk. Oh, wow. Yeah, no he, thinks, he thinks that's all it was? No big deal. Oh. oh he okay. and the horse laughed. It's <laughs> 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 the first sound we heard from the horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't been talking all, We established clearly that he yeah. hasn't been talking. Yeah. Uh, they felt silly. Oh, so silly. That they had imagined it was the headless <laughs> horseman. But just when they were feeling safe... Another laugh joined theirs. <laughs> An evil laugh. <laughs> An angry laugh. <laughs> A ghostly laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it was the headless horseman. Ichabod and the horse jumped up and ran. The ghost followed them into the woods, down the riverbank. Through the water <laughs> and across a field. We gotta ride. Gotta keep riding. Ride, ride, ride. <laughs> and that's when something else happened. So many places uh, to ride through. Did mm-hmm. they notice anything strange? That's oh. interesting. That's a good question. So they're riding through. Absolutely. The, there was a tie. The, yeah. There was a tie that was tied up on one of the yeah. the, uh, the the tree branch. Branches. It was like a t- yeah, like yeah, you saw a tie. Hanging? It was literally like someone put their tie on a tree branch. A necktie. A necktie. Whoa! Right on the tree branch. He noticed that. He was like, "We're about to be killed by the headless horseman and snails." And he was getting on. He was like, "I see it. Tie. Why, why is there a necktie on a on a tree branch? Yeah, it's so odd. That is incredibly odd. And he's thinking about this right now. Like while he's riding, he's just yeah. rode through streams in a field, yeah. and he's running far away. But he's like, "That it's, tie." It's, it's kind of affecting his terror a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like because he's he, trying to be scared. Yeah, because there was you know when he was in college, it was like you know if you when he was back in the big city. If you lived in the city and you had a roommate, yeah, yeah. you'd put a tie in your door handle yeah. to let him know that you're busy. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you're occupied. Yeah. And so like if you come home to your roommate and you're like, oh, maybe they're doing something. They don't right. want me to come in right now. Right. You go to the bathroom or right. they have a date or yep. something like that. That's right. So you got you to gotta put the tie on the door. So he's yeah. thinking to himself, he's like, did somebody put a tie on the, on the tree? Because they were like, no, don't look. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? What? Someone did. They did? Yeah. Well, what, what happened? So Gertrude. Yeah, Gertrude. 
is sitting behind the tree. What? Yeah, she's got a little fan. Uh huh. She's waving and she's like, she's like kind of like pursing her lips and looking yeah. sideways at Ichabod as he's going yeah. by. Yeah. She's like, hey, <laughs> hey, Ichabod. Hey, Gertrude. What you doing? Out with you? You, we're literally like three miles away from Sleepy Owl. <laughs> I know, because I wanted to get away from my father, because he doesn't like when I wear this sexy snail outfit that I got all right now. She, pi- she picked up, he realizes that in that moment, she remembered Ichabod was disappointed that nobody at the party was dressed up like a sexy snail. So she got an outfit, walked three miles <laughs> into the woods all by myself in this sexy, innocent outfit. This took his breath away because it was like it was she was saying, I, I really understand you. Yeah. I get where you're coming from. And it was at this moment that he knew that the one person that was going to help him win over the murderous snails mm. Was Gertrude because I love the environment. She loves the environment. I and she... just said so about the apple orchard exactly, earlier. Exactly, exactly. And it was at this moment that he dismounted his horse. Mm-hmm. He started making his way towards Gertrude, mm. and he said out loud, "Roger, Clarence, <laughs> get out here right now." And both Roger and Clarence came after him with a violent force. Just, I'm so just, upset. just so angry. You thought if this was a horror film, there would be the most intense music coming, and they would just be charging full steam ahead. Yes. And then you'd zoom back, and you'd see that they're moving literally very, very so slow. slow, very slowly. They're still about a mile away. So it's like dun 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 dun, and they're just like this. And you stand up, and you see Ichabod. He's looking. He's looking down at him, and he's like. I, I don't have all day. <laughs> I don't have all day, guys. Sorry. And he points to him and he goes, No, it's perfect. That and he goes, he goes, you guys, you can see clearly this giant sexy snail. I can see the sexy snail from here, yes, even though it's quite far away still, but I have keen <laughs> eyes. Don't you, Roger? And he <laughs> oh, Percival, it's just absolutely gorgeous. That's so, the most gorgeous snail. So pretty. I've ever seen I can't believe how pretty. <laughs> So they stop, and this is when Ichabod says his impassioned speech. There was once a small boy who lived far away in a big city. And he thought that everything was hopeless, that nothing could be done, that we were all going to die in a hellfire of carbon emissions from the wagons. <laughs> the warming that was happening in the atmosphere would, would kill us all. And that all the food would be turned into nutrientless, horrible waste. And that the world would be covered in plastic. The waters, the s- soil, the skies ruined, everything destroyed. And then he saw the beauty of a snail that knew what could be done, that we can't give up, that this isn't a world that gets stopped just because people don't agree with you. You have to fight. You have to stand tall. You have to do your best and never give up. 
So I stand with you, Clarence. And I stand with you, Roger. And together, we're gonna both save this planet and have a really exciting night with a girl in a snail costume. And it was still... (laughs) The only sound was sobbing of Gertrude in the distance. He was so moved. And it was then that Roger and Clarence truly saw that Ichabod was nothing to fear, that he was an ally, and that he wanted to make sure that they worked in harmony together. (laughs) Great speech, man. Great speech. And then... And then something happened. <laughs> Gertrude almost was, with the way she was, you know, she was crying. It sounded yeah, like yeah. she was laughing a little bit. Well, it sounded a little it's, bit, you know, she's, bit, yeah. she's, she's a confused young lady. She's, I mean, she's three <laughs> miles from home behind a tree with a tie and a, and a sexy snail outfit. I mean, I don't yeah. know if she knows what's, what's, she's, what's she's, at stake here. She's kind of like torn between do I save the planet? Yeah. Do I yeah. do I have a, a, a cozy evening with yeah. Ichabod? Like, it's what kind do I do here? Spooky for, I think there's a guy with a with a with a flaming yeah. pumpkin head in the distance. And as soon as she calls that out, this is what Ichabod out of nowhere he jumps on his horse and they raced away. From the headless horseman, because oh, that's that he's coming. He's okay. coming. They just had this amazing moving moment with the snails and Gertrude. Does he take Gertrude with him? Does he? Does or does he? Leave sure. Her? Okay. So yes. he grabs. He scoops her up in his arms. How about arms, the snails? And the snails. They he he's like ah. no. He takes them too. He takes them too. He's all got right, two. The sna- they're all on there. They're all together. He's you know got, what? I remember that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's he's right. They were snail, all on there together. He's got a snail yeah. on each shoulder. Yes. Gertrude on the back on yeah. the horse. Yes. And it says they raced away from the headless horseman. But the ghost wanted Ichabod's head. Oh, God. And it wasn't going to stop until it reached him. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to stop until <laughs> I get your head. So hellbent on getting just Ichabod. Finally, Ichabod saw the bridge in the distance. You remember the bridge? He remembered that crossing the bridge meant safety. So he urged his horse to go faster. Come on. <laughs> come on. Come on, horse. Get your... <laughs> With a final burst of speed, and the snails held on tight, and so did Gertrude. With a final burst of speed, they made it across. But the headless horseman was not done. I'm not done. <laughs> the ghost heaved its flaming <laughs> pumpkin head straight <laughs> At Ichabod Crane, slow motion. <laughs> Fade to black. The next morning, only Ichabod's hat and a few pieces of pumpkin were found lying on the ground. Oh, gosh. Yeah. School teacher was never seen again. Some people say that Ichabod left Sleepy Hollow for good. Finding happiness in another town. But others say the headless horseman took him away. Oh no. What do you think happened? What do you think, Noel? Thankfully, we actually know what happened. We actually know what happened. Surprising. The story doesn't end there. With all certainty, we're certain. I mean, 
Well, first of all, yeah. Let's 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 go from when the pumpkin was thrown. Exactly. Okay, so it's slow mo pumpkin. Slow motion. Ichabod has got two snails, one on this shoulder, one on this shoulder, and then Gertrude behind and him. And Gertrude behind him. They are a force to be reckoned with. Yes. Are you kidding me? Yes. You think that at this point Ichabod's looking at this flaming pumpkin coming at him, and he's just like, "Oh no, he's got." They've united. They're together. They have snail power. They have snail power. And that's yes. exactly what they say. In fact, in, that, that's the, 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 the... Do you remember the moment? I remember when, the moment. When, when Clarence was like, And in unison, all four of them shout, Snail power! And with that, the pumpkin explodes midair. Just, just bursts before it can even get to Ichabod. Yes. It explodes everywhere. And then and slime from the snails puts out the fire. Puts out the fire, <laughs> goes out, and actually... They do get quite a lot of pumpkin, though, on them, which oh, yeah. is a little bit unfortunate. Oh, like, yeah. there's, a, there's, there's a lot... And Gertrude was not happy about that. Not happy, because the, the snail costume was a rental. This was a really expensive <laughs> snail costume, and she, it cost quite a lot of... Yeah. I was trying to be very sexy. There was a deposit. And now I'm all covered in pumpkin. She's going to lose her deposit on her snail costume. She's oh, got to return right. the next morning. It's going to cost me $12.06. <laughs> it was not that expensive in Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Well, but this is the, the, oh, a the long old, time ago. Old so, yeah, long time $12 ago. back then is like 14 15 15 bucks. So the Headless Horseman's head explodes and goes everywhere. And they're looking, you know, he's, he's stunned because he doesn't have a way to express that he's stunned. But you no. can see in his body language that he's like, Oh. You know, yeah, like, he so definitely he tall, just, thin, but his elbows, I'm sorry, yeah. his elbows and his shoulders kind of went up and down. Yeah, yeah, like kind of he's watching from the other side of the bridge, a place that he can't cross. He's yeah, always yeah, like, yeah. I'm bridge, you know. Yeah, yeah. But he was he was really banking on like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just like walk, I, I'm gonna LeBron this bad boy. Yeah, I threw that really hard. And I'm gonna get him. I'm yeah, gonna ma- take him out. Yeah, I made a yeah. fire and it went out and he 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 wasn't aware of snail power. No. He didn't know. No, he didn't think that they that people cared about the environment anymore. No, and this was a moment. This was a real turning point moment for, for the, the headless, headless horseman. horseman. Yeah, and he was kind of like, you know, maybe I've been, maybe I've been using the um, agriculture and the nature around me, like the pumpkin, for nefarious purposes. Yeah. You know, I've been lighting them on fire, which is wasteful, yeah, and throwing them at and people, throwing and them. And now at people. look at me. I don't have a head. I don't have a head, and they have friendship. <laughs> I, I think that's the moral of the story. I love. That's the moral of the story, and I think if we don't, if we can't get yeah. to the bottom of yeah. that, like, look, if you keep treating the environment this way, you'll end up <laughs> without a head, and and without friendship, and love, as Veronica added, she said, love, and, yeah, it's, and it's, love, and love. It, but it, you know what's beautiful though? What is that? Snail power is greater, yeah, than than hate. It is, yeah, it is. And so those two snails and Gertrude and Ichabod yeah. are, are are heroes. The classic, yeah. the classic four heroes of Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Yeah, of the classic four. They, they 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 turned back to the headless horseman, and they they forgave him. They forgave him, and they inset. And you know what they said? What they, they say? What they say, Jacob? They said, "Come across this bridge, get over here. You can do it." And he's like, "It's a curse. Don't die." But you know what? He'd never been invited before, and for some reason, the music began to swell. And the horse's um, hoof stepped across the bridge, and he couldn't believe it. He, he would express how emotional he was at the time, but he couldn't show any expression on his face. But you could see in his body, he was shocked that he was getting across the bridge. He had never been invited, and he made it across the bridge, and they hugged. <laughs> 
And it was at that moment that he looked at Gertrude and the snails. Yeah. And he said, you know, we've done a lot of work here today in Sleepy Hollow. We've done a lot. But I come from a city known as the Big Apple, and it could use our help. And I don't think our service ends here today. I think that we get we load up our bags tonight. We leave no evidence of what happened left after this. We leave that pumpkin on the ground and my hat. But, but is it that evidence if we leave the pumpkin and know, the hat? I, that is the, evidence. The, I'm, I'm sorry. We leave, we leave some evidence that makes it look like maybe the yeah. headless horseman killed me. That's a good idea because my father would never let me leave <laughs> the then, city if he thought that I was alive. Exactly. If he sees that... That there's a bunch of stuff on the ground, then maybe he'll think I died. And exactly, and, and you'll be free. And I could go with you to the big city where I've always wanted to be an actress. We we need you need to come with me right now, and that goes for you too, headless horseman. Uh, yeah, but you know, just we're gonna need to travel in incognito, so I need to give you a different name. Oh, so we're gonna get on a horse carriage, and we're gonna be like, it's gonna be me, mm. my friend Sarah, <laughs> and these two um, companions that are are named Bob and Robert. <laughs> Dang man, because if they knew that I was that I was Roger and he was Clarence, we'd get caught exactly. by the police because, because we're not we're we're outlaws. Exactly, Lyman has been spreading a lot of lies yeah, about him. That's right. So, but that then it came the point where they had to name the headless horseman. They did, and they wanted him to feel a sense of ownership to mm-hmm. it. So they looked at him, and they said, "What should we call you?" And the headless horseman signed. <laughs> With his hands. Yeah, because remember, he was laughing and all, but he does, still doesn't have a head. Yeah, so, but it's all in a body language. You yeah, can just see. body language. You can feel the laugh more than <laughs> see the laugh. You can see the yeah. shoulders bouncing because he's laughing. Yeah, that's right. But he signs with his hands and he spells out the name. Willamette. Willamette. It always felt more like a Willamette. And it was at that moment that they knew that they were the snail power team. And the snail power team would do amazing things in oh. New York. And that... Yeah. My friends. Yeah. One, but do, yeah. one quick question, though. Sure, sure, sure. When the Headless Horseman arrives to, to New York, uh-huh. or Willamette now. Yeah, Willamette. Oh, yeah, please, please refer what? to. I, I was trying to remember because I, I, I used to know, but I forgot. They, they replaced his head right. with something unusual. They did. And I can't. Do you remember what they replaced his head with uh, so that he could survive in New York? Absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 it was a New York hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Willamette had a New York hot dog head. A lot of people don't know this, but that <laughs> is what the headless a lot horseman. Of people don't know and then, and that's, and at that point, the headless horseman was so satisfied with the hot dog head yeah. that that he really didn't feel like a headless horseman anymore. No, now he truly felt like Willamette. No, Willamette, yeah. and and ended up working. And they got a, they got a marker, and yeah. they, they drew eyes, drew and eyes, a, and, and became and a mascot yeah. for a, a popular yeah. sports franchise. Yeah, the New York Mets. The New York. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, a lot of people don't know that's the origin of the Willamette, the yeah. uh, the uh, hot dog head. Yeah, yeah. Willamette, the hot dog. <laughs> Willamette, the hot dog head. Very famous, original, the first. Yeah, yeah. But the, not the Mets that came back in the '60s. No, when no, they, no. This, this is the is, original Mets. This is the original, the old from before. school. This is they've back. since replaced with that baseball headed guy, which yeah. is like a callback to headless yeah. horsemen and all uh-huh. that. So you, yeah. that's how you know it's true. The story is absolutely. Absolutely true. Everything you said is 100% factual. They have stricken this from the history books because it's just such a controversial tale. It's controversial. But he he had a hot dog head for sure. Yes. With with marker. Yes. To to represent that. And that, that, ladies and gentlemen, is the powerful and and moving Halloween tale known Mm -hmm. as the legend of Sleepy Hollow, Willamette the Hot Dog Head, and Snail Power. The end. The end. I... 
I'm so glad we told that story. Finally, the full story. A lot of people think that that's just, that there's a lot less to it. Yeah. But there's yeah. Uh, if you tell the full story, you really get more out of it, yeah. I think, than, than, uh, than, than it was in the original version. Yeah. Veronica, I got to ask you, as, as, a, uh, as a, just a general gut instinct as to how this went, how do you think it went? <laughs> that went amazing, guys. It was good? It was, it was good. good. It was great. I, I, I loved it. I feel like <laughs> I I found a new story that I would like to read to my children every night. Yeah. Yeah. Before they go to bed, I'm going to say, and they're going to... The, the true story. The true story. Of Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, the true story of Sleepy Hollow. And I'm going to say, and they're going to go, but dad, it's Christmas. I'm going to go, I don't care. You're gonna <laughs> <hear it. laughs> I don't care. This is my birthday. I don't want to be scared. It's, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't care. You're going to hear it again. Hear dad, I'm 28. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that is, that is, uh, that was a very powerful story. What and, do you think? We do it again for Christmas or I, what? I think we should. Yeah? I think we should. I okay. think that, that we'll uh, find a, a Christmas, a Christmas story that we had a little environmental touch to it. I think we got it. And that was so clearly environmental, obviously. <laughs> right. I mean, we helped the planet. We helped the planet. Right. You, you, Ichabod's speech, Ichabod's. right? It was, oh, yeah. That <laughs> doesn't inspire people. I mean, come on. <laughs> it was so good. So good. <laughs> and the music in the back. I can't, oh. believe there was, I can't believe this thing was scored. I can't believe it was scored. And I can't believe they, you know, it's, it's funny because a lot of people think of that as the graduation theme. Like yeah. when somebody graduates sure. at a university. But sure. this was long before. No. This yeah, was, yeah, this yeah, was yeah. before universities. Oh, yes. That yeah. was the piece of music that played there. That, then. Yes, there then. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a lot of stuff that has been stolen yeah. from that original story yeah, since. Yeah. 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 Which well, will get proven over time. As yeah, we, absolutely. As we, as, unveil. as we unveil and reveal to the world this true this true story. That's one hundred percent right. But I, I want to thank everybody for joining us today for the Halloween special, mm-hmm. which is kind of like you know the Simpsons have their Halloween special, mm-hmm. Garfield has their Halloween special. We now have a Halloween special. We do, and uh, you can look forward to this next year and possibly have a Christmas special as well, where we where we do this. So mm-hmm. um, if you guys like it, let us know in, in the yes, comments. Pl- and comments on our on our our posts. We're going to be sharing the clips and the videos. It's going to be everywhere on our social medias. So share it. Tell everybody you go, this is the greatest ghost story I've ever heard in my life. And and the word needs to get out there. And people yeah. need to know about Willamette, the hot dog head. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And Snail and, Power. And, and Clarence and Roger. And Clarence and Roger. And Snail Power and, and, and uh, Gertrude. Gertrude. And, yeah. Oh, look, I, none of this happens without Gertrude. None of this. She's the lost, kind of lost sung hun, unsung, un, in sung hun hero. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people thought it was just a headless horseman and Ichabod yeah. Crane. They didn't yeah. realize that it's actually no. Willamette. No. Yeah. Tim Burton, if you'd like to do a redo on yeah, your yeah. feature film, yeah. uh, we're standing by. We're standing by. We do. Yeah. We will ask for financial. Yes. We uh, we uh, uh, royalties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. But we'll use it to help the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Help, as long as yeah. I yeah. mean the money. But mostly, I also want some pizza. Yeah. 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 Pizza yeah. sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. Let's have a, some pizza. Have some pizza. And okay. Then, we'll, then the rest we can use the environment. Deal. Yeah. Maybe a maybe a boat. Okay, pizza and a boat. That's pizza, all we ask. And that's all we ask. Pizza and a boat. That's it. And then we're done. And then we're the done. The rest goes to the environment. And then the we're done. The rest goes to the environment. And Do you believe, and maybe a house. A house. A house. Yeah. And a rocket. And some oh, candy. And candy. Yeah, we definitely need candy to, to put on the rocket. Uh huh. And a poodle. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's it. Yep. And friends. And friends. We'd like to pay for friends. We have been your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Jacob's brain is constantly revealing itself. And don't be environmentally gimmicky. This guy's got bubbles. And featuring Todd Watersocks. Take the W and get on with it. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Just give me a word. I've forgotten mine, too. We. Uh, we assume on this show. 
Never stop stopping. Oh, oh window. It's, uh, and it's the ghost. No, it's the it's the, the ghost. ghost. It's the ghost. Are ghosts are ghosts are sexy. That's it. That's they it. Are they are sexy. They are. I keep looking at these sexy ghosts in I the know. mirror. Actually, what it is is I still find them terrifying. Yeah, so that's so the thing that, is you got to like get I over see it. The ghost, and I go like it's just too I scary. Get over it. Yeah. Yeah. Veronica, is there anything else you have to say? Have a spooky time. Aww. Yeah. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast.